You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello and welcome to Move With Radiance. Welcome to your Thursday. (laughs) I'm Stephanie. Thank you as always for being here. Um, I'm sitting here with a latte (laughs) and my windows are open. It's finally getting nice over here. I feel like I've been ready. I'm one of those people, I like... I like winter and there's certain aspects of winter that I do enjoy, but the last couple of years I haven't really been skiing or doing any sort of like outdoor winter activities. And so I feel like that's when like the anticipation, the anticipation of warmer weather, um, it really starts to heighten sooner. And so it's been pretty nice over here the last like few days, really the last week. And so I have been I'm one of those people too that's like, I'm already wearing sandals and a light sweater when I really probably should still be wearing winter clothes, but maybe the more I lean into it, the more it'll happen. (laughs) So um, hopefully you are enjoying the weather wherever you are at right now. I, man, there's been some stuff happening over here. Um, There's... Where do I want to start with this? (laughs) Um, I've been really taking a look at my, just at my life and um, different aspects of my life and really asking myself like, okay, is this, you know, how am I showing up here? Is this what I, you know, really am wanting to create here? Where am I feeling like something's missing? Um, what do I need to add more into my life? What do I need to remove from my life? And just really taking this holistic 360 view of like how I've been spending my time, where I've been placing my energy and really, um, how that's all played out in general. And, um, something that I have really been thinking about is, um, I think, I guess the, what I'm, I'm like, what's the point? Why am I telling you this? I always want to make sure that you know that I am over here doing the work too. And I am also always like evaluating what my life looks like and what I am able to improve upon and what I'm able to focus on more and um, how can I show up better for myself and how can I show up better for you. And um, I'm also, I also invest in myself. I've recently um, invested in someone to help me just on the business side of things and, and kind of this holistic viewpoint of my business where, um, it's not just energy and time management, but also the things that I'm creating for you and making sure that I'm putting my absolute best stuff out there for you. And so that's been kind of happening behind the scenes. Um, I've been sort of taking a tiny, tiny step back just from social media. Um, not because I don't love you all over there, but because sometimes, 
I need to kind of step away from my phone and step away from the screen from time to time so that I can recenter myself and so that I can um, sort of create that detox of like, okay, what is truly being present in my actual life right here look like? And um, just kind of taking a step back from constantly creating and allowing myself to reconnect back into myself because ultimately that's going to benefit everybody. Um, So that's kind of what's been going on over here. It's all really, I'm just, I feel like, and I think fall and spring both brings this out of me, but I really feel this energy of like change and new life and evolution and all that kind of stuff. I really feel that energy right now. And so um, I'm really looking forward to the next few months and everything that is going to shift both personally and professionally um, and everything that's going to be coming out for you. So yeah. Yeah. Just come along for the ride. I'm really excited. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to, to show you what I got up my sleeve and um, just sort of taking some time to myself to really ground myself as a lot of this change starts to happen. Um, I think that's really important. Even if it's like really good change, even if it's scary change, even if it's, you know, a lot of unknown, I think it just is really important to take a step back and reground ourselves um, and and come back to ourselves so that we can move through the change with a little bit more groundedness and flow. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I always like to keep you updated. I think transparency is such a beautiful thing. And um, I always want to make sure I'm sharing that kind of stuff with you. So that's where I'm at. All right. As for what I really want to dive into today, the word feedback came up for me. And I started really diving into what feedback really means, how it has impacted me in the past, and the way that I view feedback now. And I think that this word is so important, both for just like external life feedback, also and and also internal feedback. And allowing ourselves to again sort of separate ourselves from like, how do I want to say this? Separating feedback itself, whether that is external or internal, from our worth and allowing ourselves to really just look at feedback as information to help um, benefit and improve our lives and to continue us moving forward. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this specifically is because, and we'll kind of start with this external feedback first, and then I think it'll weave nicely into talking about more internal feedback, is because when I really look at my life and I look at the evolution of how I've gotten to where I am today and how just especially, especially, especially while working full-time and being in the corporate world and working for other people, um, how I used to view feedback and how it really negatively impacted my, one, the way that I felt about myself, but two, how it impacted my work and the way that I showed up in my life. And I invite you, as I'm sort of talking about this and sharing my story and kind of walking through all of this, to get curious about what's coming up for you so that you can start to dissect, you know, if this resonates or if you do um, find yourself resisting feedback or or feeling icky around feedback itself or there's a lot of like negativity or, or like 
frustration around feedback itself, I really invite you to get curious about what's coming up for you and to start asking yourself questions so that you can hopefully find um, some more peace around this. Because whether we... I don't want to say whether we like it or not, but kind of. It's like feedback is a really, really crucial part of living life. It's a really, really crucial part of constantly evolving and improving. And I don't even know if I like the word improving, but evolving and becoming the best version of ourselves and making that really come to life in our lives. And when we have this negativity or this resistance or this underlying fear around feedback, it's really going to halt our growth and it's going to hold us back from really stepping into the life that we want to create for ourselves. So um, just get curious. I'll talk a little bit and I'll share a little bit about um, the way that this had negatively impacted my life in the past, and hopefully that will help. I always feel like story is just an easier way to relate to concepts, and maybe um, it feels similar. Maybe you're also experiencing this, or this feels um, familiar to you. Um, and so I guess we'll kind of start, we'll go a few years back. <laughs> I'll talk about this first. Rejection. And being isolated or excluded or, um, I guess, rejected from something is, I think, a very, very real and normal fear for a lot of humans. Um, It kind of dates back to our survival mechanisms and needing to be part of a tribe and all of that. But they think so much of our worthiness and our enoughness as humans is wrapped up in whether or not we feel like we belong and whether or not we... um, if someone rejects us, there's, I think it's really easy to place our enoughness and like, oh, well, that person um, rejected me or they, they um, think X, Y, and Z of me, or they're possibly judging me. That means I'm not enough. And that means I need to change, or that means I need to be better, do better, whatever that is. And when we have that point of view around life or just rejection in general, it's really easy to burn ourselves out. It's really easy to become someone that we're not. It's really easy to um, you just hit burnout and feel super, super disconnected from the who we really are. And when we look at, and I think the way that I really want to talk about this is feedback in the sense of, at least for this external feedback, in the sense of like work, Um, because I know that for a very long time, I dreaded and feared working because I was so afraid of feedback in itself and I was so afraid of uh, messing up. And I think that that at least with a lot of the clients that I've worked with and some of the women that I've talked to, I know that that's common, like wanting to, or wanting to perform well at work and be seen as important at work is something that comes up for a lot of us. And again, if we are rejecting or fearing feedback, we can't fully show up. And so let's talk about it a little bit more. I remember (laughs) anytime there would be some sort of like quarterly review or I'd have a one-on-one with my manager or um, there was some sort of feedback given in a meeting or I knew that that was coming, there was this part of me that would get 
so nervous. Like I would over-prepare for these things. I would try and think of every possible thing that I may have done wrong and come up with all of these reasons as to why it's not true or as why like I'm still proving myself or why I'm worthy or whatever. And I would like stress myself out to the absolute max in fear of any feedback besides positive. (laughs) And because like, well, one, I would stress myself out so much knowing that there was some sort of one-on-one or some sort of breakdown of performance with my manager, my boss. Um, I would like absolutely freak out my, I would, my stomach would be in knots. I would be extremely anxious and, um, work myself up to the point of like, like exhaustion. Like after I would have those meetings, I would crash because I was, I would psych myself up so much and then absolutely just crash afterwards. Um, and not only that, but because I was so fearful of any negative feedback ever, I would burn myself out at work, like do everything that I possibly could to avoid messing up. I would cover up any mistakes by either like trying to fix it um, or I wouldn't ask for help or I would try and hide it. I would even lie sometimes about messing up because I didn't want that negative feedback. I didn't want someone to think poorly of me. Um, cause in my mind, that's what negative feedback was. It was them thinking poorly of me. Um, and I would overwork myself to the point where work was not fun to the point where I dreaded going to work every single day to the point where I was working overtime or I would get so anxious and procrastinate because I didn't want to mess up that I would wait until the very last minute to do things because um, I was too afraid to start and so then I would have such a short amount of time to get something done and I would pull overnighters or wake up super early to get things done or um, whatever that might be. And I just felt that there was such this negative energy around work and um, the way that I was showing up at work because I was so in avoidance of any kind of negative feedback. I was trying to avoid, avoid any kind of rejection. I was trying to avoid any kind of anything that wasn't, hey, you're doing a great job because for so long, my worth and my enoughness and all of those things was directly related to my performance, directly related to how good I could do things, directly related and um, I was relying so heavily on my manager or my superior to say, hey, you're doing a good job. Um, You're really crushing it. And unless I heard that from their mouth, I assumed otherwise. I was waiting to hear, you're enough, you're doing a good job, X, Y, and Z, in order to believe it or feel it. And so I would spend the majority of my life relying on other people to tell me that I was enough. And so I would spend all of that time feeling so poorly about myself and then in turn because I did not feel like I was enough I would try and make I would try and make up for it through doing a good job at work and it was this constant cycle of never feeling enough because guess what because I wasn't believing it myself even when I would hear it from my superior 
um, I didn't feel it for that long. That feeling of enoughness was so temporary. And I would never celebrate my wins. I would move right on to the next thing. And this cycle would continue where um, they would say it and then I would feel it and then I wouldn't feel it and then I'd have to prove myself and then I'd <laughs> exhaust myself. And it's just this whole cycle back and forth, emotional roller coaster, ultimately still never feeling like I was enough. And God forbid I get any kind of, um, cr- uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, it begins with a C, <laughs> like positive criticism, right? Like that kind of feedback where it was helpful or where they were like, hey, like this is where I see that you could improve or, um, hey, you messed up here. What's going on? Like even if it was coming from a good place, even if it was helpful, if it was remotely in my mind negative, all hell would break loose. I would overthink everything. I would feel so worthless. I would then work 10 times as hard to prove them wrong. Um, and I wasn't, I, I never felt like I was really, really, truly like learning. There was specifically this, like these kind of lessons were learned over and over through the different jobs that I've had. But the first job out of college, I was so afraid of messing up. I was so afraid of being criticized or given any kind of negative feedback that I would lie about problems. I would, um, not ask any questions, even though I was brand new, I had no idea what I was doing. Even though people would say, Hey, if you have questions, let me know. I did not want people to think that I didn't have my shit together. I didn't want to give people the opportunity to give me any kind of negative feedback. And so I didn't ask any questions. And therefore, my growth in that company, therefore, my growth in that role really suffered because I was holding myself back out of fear of being rejected in some way because that rejection in my mind meant that I wasn't enough. It meant that I wasn't worthy. And it, it created so much anxiety, it created so much negativity around work that I felt miserable so a good chunk of my time, a good chunk of the time, a good portion of my life felt awful. In my mind, there was some sort of like the word weakness would come up. Like if I wasn't doing things perfectly, if I wasn't getting consi- like constant positive feedback, then I was somehow weak. I somehow couldn't hold my own. I somehow wasn't enough in their eyes. And therefore it meant something about me. And if you can at all relate to that, like I see you, like I'm here with you, I know that. And I know that this can feel really, really hard, but I want you to also know that it's possible to move through that and get to a place where feedback is simply feedback. Feedback is simply information, regardless of if it's a positive or some sort of, um, I'm still not thinking of the right word, constructive. (laughs) There it is. Constructive feedback where it can help. Being able to look at feedback as a necessity something to learn from, something that actually helps your growth instead of brings you down. Where you're not relying on feedback for your worthiness as a human. Because when we can take a step back, 
when we can separate ourselves from our reality in a way. I, I, I like to think about, I always think about it in this way, even just with all of this work, right? Sometimes I think we're so in our experience that we don't see things with fresh eyes. So if we can consciously and, um, uh, what's the, words are really hard for me today. This whole daylight savings thing is really messing me up. My brain just kind of gets to a place in the day where it's like, ah, we're done. So stay with me as I fumble through the words that I'm trying to find right now. Um, I totally lost my train of thought now. Oh, <laughs> but when we can actively or um, intentionally take a step back and be able to pull ourselves out of our current reality, pull ourselves out of our current experience and look at it from new fresh eyes, look at it from a different perspective. I almost like to think of me like looking down at myself and the, the situation at hand. If we can do that and we can separate our worth from what's happening in our external world, we can then start to see how we can take all of these pieces, put them together and move forward rather than allow them to pull us down and hold us back. Because feedback is so crucial to our overall growth and to the journeys that we're on right now, especially if you're trying to implement something new, if you are trying to add just more fulfillment in your life through whether that's new activities, a new job, a new passion, whatever, a new relationship, whatever that looks like, we need feedback in order to move forward in a productive, um, impactful way. And it cannot be attached to our worth. It cannot be attached to our worth. Because when it is, we're going to be so sucked into that experience, we're going to be so reliant on that experience, and we're going to reject any kind of negativity around it. And 95% of the time, it's that... I don't even like the word negative because it places some sort of like lower energy around it, but I'll just use it for the sake of simplicity. But that negative feedback is the thing that's going to propel our growth. It's the thing that's going to allow us to be constantly improving, constantly growing, constantly stepping into a better and better version of ourselves. Constantly getting, it's going to allow us to get closer to who it true, who we truly are at the core underneath all of this. Right? So how can we start to then just look at all of that as information? It's going to be so, it's going to feel so much better when we can welcome those things with open arms and take a step back and really work on how can I feel enough? How can I feel worthy without my external world needing to prove that to me? That is the only thing that's going to allow you to truly, truly, truly feel enough regardless of what's happening around us. The power lies in us deciding that every single damn day. 
And if we are relying on things outside of us to do that, that's where that temporary feeling comes in. That's where we brush over wins or, or spend too much time in the, the lows or too much time in this place of like analyzing and criticizing and being so hard on ourselves. And it's going to create that constant circle where we're constantly chasing these feelings. We have to decide that ourselves. We have to be actively working on changing our relationship to ourselves so that we can approach life and live life from a place of open arms and from a place of being able to accept and welcome in whatever is happening around us so that we can grow and evolve constantly. And when we can start to look at external feedback in that way, we can start to look at internal feedback in that way. How many times have you caught yourself, and I I really notice women saying this now, where it's like, I never cry. I'm not a crier. It's, it's, or like, I never express emotions. And there's this sense of like weakness around what it means to be with our emotions or to feel sadness or anger or any of those things that we've deemed weak. I used to, I used to associate all of that with being weak. I used to associate showing emotion with being weak. I wanted to, um, brush all of that aside and be like, I'm strong. (laughs) I don't feel those things. When in reality, my body was constantly trying to um, create space for those emotions and I would push them down and push them down and push them down and push them down until I exploded randomly or something would trigger a huge emotional outburst. And I was like, where all of this come from? But when we can start to look at the things going on in our body as just information, as just general feedback, instead of categorizing it as positive, negative, weak, strong, we can start to feel more peace and harmony within ourselves. We can then start to do the same thing, right? Like if a boss or a manager or superior or a loved one or someone, a best friend, whatever, they give you some sort of feedback about how you're showing up or about um, something that can be improved on for the better of everything. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a sentence. And we allow ourselves to look at this whole that whole situation and all of that feedback as like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to see this all as information and I'm going to be able to apply that and improve upon things in my life. It's like it's the same thing within our own bodies. We can start to see, oh, okay, my, this is the feedback that my body is giving me. This is the information that my body is giving me. I'm able to look at it from a really neutral point of view and then say, okay, based on this information, how do I then want to move forward? And when we allow ourselves to be in our own experience and when we allow ourselves to have the emotions and the feelings and the all of the things that we're experiencing, we can then feel more in tune with ourselves. We can stop feeling like we're in constant battle or confliction with ourselves. We can start to feel more peace and we can start to then differentiate how we actually want to move forward instead of making ourselves wrong for things or instead of shutting parts of ourselves off or instead of saying, oof, that's not welcome here or F you or I'm not dealing with that or this is weakness, we can then create more connection within ourselves. 
we can then look at the parts of ourselves that we didn't allow to have a center stage before and we can then grow and learn and evolve that much more. And I've talked about this in last week's episode, talked about this in so many other <laughs> episodes, but it's so important. The, the power and the growth and the lesson and the healing, all of that takes place in the things that we don't want to surface and the things that we don't want to look at in the things that we've deemed as weak or negative or wrong or bad. There's so much power in pain. There's so much power in releasing emotion, regardless of what that emotion is. When we can say, all right, you know, I'm feeling really anxious today. How can I give that anxiety the center stage so that I can actually feel it and be able to move on instead of trying to numb it or push it aside or find other ways to release it? What would happen if we just started giving those things the center stage instead of making ourselves wrong for those things being present, but instead said, okay, this is just information my body is giving me right now. What do I need to do? How can I allow myself to take this feedback and move forward in a way that's going to allow me to grow? Whether that's information about um, rest whether that's information about whether or not someone is right in your life or if there's things that you're doing that is bringing on a lot of burnout or just negative energy. Maybe that's even just looking at feeling into your emotions so that you're not so um, pent up or that you're able to actually release what's going on. Our bodies are always giving us feedback. Our external world is always giving us feedback. What would happen if you allowed yourself to just be open to it instead of making it right or wrong or attached to your worth somehow? None of that has power in whether or not we're enough. Like who said, who said that your work performance defines your worth? Who said that this random person defines your worth? Who said that your this presentation or this speech or your profession or your family or whatever, who said all of those things get to define the way that you feel about yourself? Where are you putting that power and how can you take it back? You define that. You get to decide that. Imagine the kinds of things or the way that you're like the kinds of things that could come into your life or the way that your life can change if you started to see feedback as neutral information that you can then start to piece together and and learn and grow from. What would you do? How would you show up differently? What would you say? How would you take control? I've had clients say, you know, 
I didn't speak up to my boss or I didn't speak up and ask for the things that I wanted to work on or the projects that I was passionate about or um, speak up about something not being the right idea because I was too afraid of negative feedback. I was too afraid of rejection. And now because I define my worth, I've been speaking up at work. I've been asking for the projects. I've been asking for the raises. I've been asking for the promotions. And you know what? Sometimes I get it and sometimes I don't, but either way, It doesn't matter. And either way, I'm learning about myself. And either way, I'm showing up more powerfully as myself than I ever have before. When you invite feedback, you also invite in the opportunity to be your most powerful self. To live your most powerful life. The most beautiful thing about being human is the fact that we get to experience the entire crazy roller coaster of life, of emotions. We get the opportunity to feel so alive, whether that's from joy or sadness. That's where this like aliveness comes from. Allow yourself to experience being alive. It really can be such a beautiful thing. Does that, is that, am I, am I saying that it's not easy sometimes to refeed, to refeed? <laughs> I'm working on, this, <laughs> we're working on it over here. But to receive negative feedback or to mess up or to fail at something, it's like, does that always feel good? No, no. But does it have to be a definition of your worth? Absolutely not. And can we still work through it and take a step back and feel what we can, what we need to feel and then continue to move forward? Yeah, we get to do that too. We have a choice in the way that we want to respond to our lives, to the way that we want to respond to what's going on around us. What's going to allow you to step up? What's going to allow you to show up? What's going to allow you to feel deeply alive and fulfilled? Don't hold back. Don't resist. There's power in all of it. There's beauty in all of it. There's growth in all of it. You are enough right now. Right now. You don't need to do a damn fucking thing (laughs) to be enough. So what would it feel like to approach your life with that? Knowing that. Just some Thursday thoughts for you. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I, I will say from experience, learning to be able to um, ask for help, to ask for feedback, to welcome in all of this, it's drastically changed my life. I would not be here right now doing this podcast, coaching, creating my own business, all I would not be doing any of this if I was resistant to feedback, both positive and negative, because it's crucial. It's crucial to my life. And my life has completely changed ever since deciding that I'm going to decide my worth and my enoughness. So I promise you, if this feels scary or if it feels impossible or if it, um, if you're like, Ugh, I don't know if I can do this, I invite you to keep going. 
to keep showing up for yourself. Because I promise you, if you don't give up on yourself and you keep doing the work, you will get there. And it is so worth it. It is so worth it. I see you. And I'm sending you so much love and so much encouragement. And please reach out. If you resonate this with this at all, if you have any questions or you want to walk through this or you're interested in um, working with me on this, I'm here and available for you. So please reach out. I've got you and we're in this together and you're not alone. I won't let you feel alone. All right, love. That's all I've got for you today. Um, Expect some updates and some shifts and some more exciting stuff coming from me. I've actually had a couple of you reach out about the Confident Decision-Making Meditation Series. So for those of you who don't know what that is, or if you're like, what is that? (laughs) I created a five-day meditation series to help you with feeling more confident in your decisions and really allowing you to give yourself that intentional time to start like asking yourself like, okay, is this my decision or am I being influenced by fear or other people's opinions or whatever? And um, to help you kind of walk through that process so that you can start to feel more confident making decisions that feel good to you. Uh, This is great for those of you who are interested in Um, adding more meditation into your life. You don't have to be an expert by any means at meditation. (laughs) Uh, I don't even really know what being an expert at meditation is or what that looks like, but this is great for people who are just starting to explore meditation and also people who have started to have more of a daily practice. Um, And for if you're interested in just implementing a little bit more self-care into your day-to-day, this is such a beautiful way to start. Um, You get For 10 bucks, you get access to a membership site where you can access all of the materials. You have it for life. And um, what else was I going to say about that? You get get audio meditations, which are 10 minutes long at the most. Um, You get a journal prompt and some worksheets, questions in case you want to. I guess worksheets is the wrong word. I would say more journal type. Um, questions to help you really start to dig into the things that came up for you and to reflect on your experience. I would say you need 20 minutes max a day to get through each of these um, prompts and you can utilize it or listen to it as many times as you want. So let me know if that is something you're interested in. I'm linking up where you can access that in the show notes. You can also DM me on Instagram and I will send you the link for that as well. It's also on my website on the very like on the homepage. If you just scroll down a little bit, you will see that. It's www.stephanie-dankelson.com. So feel free to hop over there and grab the meditation series um, over there as well. So... I love you so much. Thanks for being here with me. Please let me know if you have any questions and we will see you next week. Bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.